Hello all you mamas out there. Welcome to the series or this new series that I am doing on postpartum fitness. So our goal here is try to um, avoid pelvic floor dysfunction, pelvic organ prolapses by making you more aware of postpartum fitness guidance and giving you the power over your pelvic floor. Stay tuned. As always, this podcast is not a substitute for medical attention. So if you think you have a prolapse or pelvic floor dysfunction and have not been evaluated by a medical professional, so your OBGYN, your midwives, your pelvic floor PT, your urologist, any of those things, then get yourself evaluated. Ask the questions that need to be asked. Get the answers you need to have. Go through pelvic floor physical therapy, and then let me help you take over from there. Learn what you can about your body and then help me get you back into fitness with that newfound knowledge. Again, any exercise can cause harm or discomfort, but you have to be aware of your body. You have to take responsibility for it. These episodes are my experience as a professional and a um, and personal mama with prolapse. Ask your professionals if you have any medical-based concerns. Have a wonderful day. Hello, hello everyone. Today we're talking about the journey back to fitness after having a baby and why postpartum fitness needs to be so different than what it is currently. This subject is why I live and breathe in the fitness industry, ladies. There's just not enough guidance out there for postpartum moms and their new bodies. I've said it so many times, things need to change. Either, either and in the fitness industry as well as in the medical professionals. Peeing your pants, pelvic floors, and then organs falling out of us needs to be talked about and educated more. All of these things can be avoided. They can be stopped and they can be managed. All it takes is proper awareness and education and it will stop moms from suffering either in silence or chronically long-term. First and foremost, mama, you gotta admit that your body has changed. It's just a fact. You have to respect what it has done, grown a human being, and then get to know this new you. You owe it to yourself to take care of you correctly. I beg of you, take the time to be more intentional and less worried about being quote unquote squishy or out of shape. Believe me, I know, and you will thank yourself later for doing so. Ladies, I know that our society has done a horrible job at setting moms up for success in this phase including praising them for how fast they can get back their bodies. 
it puts a lot of pressure on us. I really want you to think about taking a really hard and sharp right away from this thought process. It will harm you in the end. Instead, let's look at this time, this postpartum stage as a journey or a marathon. We're not going to sprint. We're going to do a nice, steady pace forward. With these steady steps, we're going to produce long-term results and habits that benefit you, not harm you. I want to give you guys some eye-opening stats here. So listen up. 33% of women suffer from incontinence after birth. So this is immediately after birth. 33% of women. 66% of women that have diastasis recti, so abdominal separation, also have pelvic floor issues. I will elaborate more on this later, I promise. <laughs> All right, here we go. Now the whopper. Are you listening? 80%. 80% of women will have pelvic floor dysfunction at some point in their life. That's too many. Too many. Remember what I said earlier. Our goal is long-term positive results and habits. Take the time. Do the work now, and I promise it will pay off later. So now you ask, why exactly is postpartum fitness different? Well, let me give you some reasons. First off, as soon as you get pregnant, your body starts to produce a hormone called relaxin. The reason for this hormone is somewhat in the name. It relaxes or loosens ligaments and tendons, especially around the pelvis. It's to help make room for the baby and prep for labor and delivery. Laxity in this area, unfortunately, though, leaves your hips much less stable, which then can leave you open to injuries or hip dysfunction down the road. I want to shout out a little bit to prenatal exercise here. Because of that hip instability, I preach and I teach keeping your muscles, especially around those hip areas, strong during pregnancy with focused and intentional prenatal strengthening. Don't worry, everyone. I have a whole nother series for you on this subject in the works. Promise. All right. Jumping back to post uh, the postpartum stages here. Guess what else with this uh, relaxing hormone? It likes to actually hang around uh, postpartum especially when you're breastfeeding and then actually even months after you stop breastfeeding. So the effects are still there. So the idea is, is that you go to the gym, you start pounding on your joints with plyometric moves like running and jumping. Okay. You will find, or you probably will find yourself in a world of hurt and can even result in long lasting damage to your hips and or your spine. Yikes right? Next up, I want you ladies to be real here. Do you remember how long it took your body to change? Over nine months, right? Is it actually realistic to assume that you can change it so drastically in less time than that? 
I'm talking about healthy, <laughs> okay? I'm talking about healthy way of change. I'm talking about gaining strength, shaping and toning and improving your life for the long haul. I'm not talking about the number on the scale. I am not talking about looking at that number and seeing it plummet just to see it plummet. When that happens, you lose fat, but you will lose muscle, strength, and whatever energy you have left. Plus, please, please, please think about the factor of healing. You need time for that. Everyone has different labor and deliveries. Some need more time for healing than others. That's just a fact. But we all need to give ourselves permission to have this time. And to, to not compare ourselves to that Sally two doors down. Comparison is killjoy. I want you to think about it this way. You had knee surgery. The process. You were put in a cast or something to promote less movement for a while. Then you go see a physical therapist. You might be there for weeks or months, and then you gradually work into more intense movements and loads. So tell me this, how is growing a baby while going through massive bodily change and then enduring the trauma of labor and de delivery any different? Why do we assume that we can jump right back in weeks after having this baby, after this major change and major trauma to our body? To be honest with you, I think those changes are much worse than a systematic protocol ACL repair. We're not taking it to the same extreme, though. I'm kind of going to go off on a little bit of a rant, a little bit of a side note here. I believe that every mom should have to go through pelvic floor therapy for at least six to 12 weeks postpartum. And I think that every insurance should honor and cover it. That's how important this is. But hey, I guess that's for another day, right? <laughs> baby steps. We got baby steps here. Last, but honestly, most important, your whole body went through this transformation. I know I've said it a couple times. Are you listening? Do you understand your body has changed? Muscles have been stretched out and they are not supporting or firing like they were pre-baby. Because of this, other muscles have kind of kicked in when they wouldn't have if you weren't pregnant resulting in a ton of muscle imbalances, which opens you up to chronic issues down the road, if not addressed sooner rather than later. Intentional fitness here, ladies. Your pelvis, oh, <laughs> your poor, poor pelvis. Uh, it's been through quite a ride. Not only is it still pretty lax and unstable because of that relaxing hormone, but it's also working on coming back together after being spread wide through pregnancy and delivery. And as you know, things don't always fit back together perfectly after coming apart. 
I feel like you can ask any wife who watches their spouse take apart something that was functioning fine just to kind of see how it works and then also see them try to resemble it back together. Don't worry about those extra parts. We didn't need them anyway. Back to your poor pelvis here. We add on too much exercise to this healing pelvis or the wrong exercise. And you end up in a world of hurt and frustration down the road. If you have dysfunctioning hips, you have a dysfunctioning pelvic floor. Just how it is, mom. Just how it is. Hips, pelvic floor, they work together. This brings me to the pelvic floor. It is my favorite area to discuss. I don't know how you would have ever known that. It's not the name of the podcast or anything. <laughs> this is a muscle that is so vital for postpartum healing, yet it's rarely talked about until there is an actual issue with it. When an issue is discovered, it is devastating. Take it from me. I know. Our pelvic floors are muscles that aid in the support, the support of um, pelvic organs. Remember from the beginning, we don't want our organs falling out. And I'm sorry, I'm not, I'm not being dramatic here. I wish I was. But your organs can start to fall out if you don't have that support. The pelvic floor also stops us from leaking urine and fecal matter uncontrollably. This is during coughing, sneezing, running, jumping, or any demanding effort, even lifting baby. The way we breathe, move, and load our bodies postpartum determines our pelvic floor health long-term. Let me say that again. How we breathe, how we move, how we load our postpartum bodies determines long-term pelvic floor health. Shallow breathing promotes bearing down on that pelvic floor, so we need to get our breathing in check. Lifestyle habits and what we do for fitness will make or break our pelvic floors, ladies. Remember my stats from earlier? If you have that diastasis recti or the abdominal separation, which by the way, at full term, 100% of moms have one, okay? It's the only way the baby is gonna fit in there. The chances of having pelvic floor dysfunction are 66%. So you at some point had a diastasis recti or a separation, so your chances of getting pelvic floor dysfunction are pretty high without awareness, without intentional focus on it. I know that most moms have heard about diastasis recti, or at least some of the precautions with it, but why is a pelvic floor rarely mentioned? That's what I want to know. Why are we not talking about the pelvic floor more? Everything in our body affects each other. <laughs> Remember the bone song? Shin bone connected to the doo-doo. Not going to sing it for you. I'm not going to put you through that torture. But that's what I'm saying. Everything 
connects and affects each other. So it's time to look at our postpartum recovery and our fitness recover, our fitness return as a whole body approach. Starting from the feet and working our way up to our head position. Don't just strive for getting your body back. Instead, work on creating a better, more functioning, updated model. I want you to take the time to become that strong, badass mama that can run and jump with her kids without peeing her pants and without feeling like her lady parts are heading down south. Thank you, everyone, for listening to the first part in this series on postpartum fitness and why it's different and why it needs to change. The next episode, uh, we're going to get into a little bit more detail on the five must-haves of postpartum fitness and how to safely return to exercise. So stay tuned for that episode. In the meantime, I have a couple things you can do. You can find me on Facebook. My Facebook page is Power Over Pop with Fitness. My private group, which I love to give out information, love to connect, love to answer questions, is um, pre and postnatal fitness pelvic floor first. So that should be attached to my page. I'm also on Instagram. So the Instagram handle is Power Over Pop. So find me on that one as well. My website is www poweroverpop.com. I have a form to fill out if you want to kind of grab a free chat with me. I'd love, love to hear your story and any specific struggles that you are going through currently need to be with prenatal fitness, postpartum fitness, um, or pelvic floor dysfunction and trying to get that fitness in safe and intentional. Also on my website, I got my blog on there. I've also got ways to enter in on my newsletter, um, which again, I love to get up, give out information. So if you're seeking um, more empowerment and knowledge, please, please uh, get signed up for my newsletter and continue to power over your pop. Talk to you guys next time. Hey. Would you be interested in a 45-minute free coaching session with me, pelvic floor fitness trainer, Christina Supernaut? If you are, head over to poweroverpop.com, click on the free session, and apply today. I want to hear your story. I want to know your experiences, what's working, what's not working, your goals, and how you see your fitness in the future despite your pelvic organ prolapse. So... Again, apply today at poweroverpop.com. Can't wait to hear from you.